Welcome to Movies to Watch Before the End of the World. Two film buff friends decide to spend their remaining days creating and watching the ultimate movie bucket list. A podcast filled with film discussions, movie reviews, and a healthy dose of juicy celebrity gossip. Cinephiles unite. We're gonna need each other. There was many things you could have done, actually. You could have sang the national anthem. I could have. Um, I actually debated bringing in a dubla. Okay. But then I realized, like, if I did bring it, there's no way I could surprise you with it. Yeah, that's true. Because, yeah. It's we're huge. S- we're face to face. Well, my dub- I have a small tabla. Okay. Yeah. You could have done small tabla. Hmm? You could have done small tabla. Yeah. And then I debated, like, just opening up with some classical music. To yeah, play. that's yeah. true. But then I was like, nah, I want to chant. You want to chant. Yeah. And you did. There we go. Excellent. How's it going? It's smoky. Yeah, there's <laughs> wildfires in Ottawa, which is pretty rare, actually. The wildfire, The wildfires are in Quebec. No, they're also west of oh, here. Oh, are they? Yeah. Oh, I was reading that it's just Quebec and the smoke has made its way over here. I read it was Centennial Lake, which is west of like where we live right now. Yeah. Which is close to like north of Kingston. Oh. Yeah. But it's it's That's less wild. Smoky. It did ironically <laughs> remind me of India. And I just finished Gandhi last night. So it yeah. felt very like... It was so a little surreal. I was a little out of it. Were you in the Twilight Zone? A little bit. Yeah. What if that's a movie you write where you watch a movie Zone? one night and then the next morning you're living your life in that movie? Maybe. I like that idea. <laughs> I think today, before yeah. we talk about Mr. Gandhi, I wanted to talk about why is it that we like bad movies? <laughs> okay well, did you watch sex in the city <laughs> <laughs> no but what happened recently was i got sick again on friday i got yeah. food poisoning and i spent all the day on the couch watching tv i actually ended up watching just disney movies okay so i watched all the live action ones yeah and then i watched a bunch of animated ones i hadn't seen in ages like the hunchback of notre dame and hercules oh hercules is great hercules is great and very underrated i find yeah like, I, I think it's it was a little Hercules ahead of its time. It was my favorite as a kid. I was obsessed. It, it was fun. And the yeah. soundtrack is great. It's, a, it's I had all the plates from McDonald's. Oh, yes. I remember the plates from McDonald's. Yeah. Wow. That was the time. It was. I had a Meg cup. And yeah. I like, would only drink out of the Meg cup. Good, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love Meg. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, go on. <laughs> and not to say those are bad movies, but, you know, I do have, when I'm sometimes, when I'm working, or sometimes I want to watch something, and I'm not necessarily looking for comfort, mm-hmm. I don't go for watching my favorite movies. I don't watch La La Land, or like Dilwale Dilhanyale Jing, or Chinatown, or Hereditary, or The Exorcist, but I'm like, you know what I should watch today? I should watch The Wedding Planner. <laughs> and like, I choose actively to go to like, bad, bad movies, movies to watch, yeah. I think there's a comfort level with watching something bad. And the thing is like, the wedding planner, I think there's different tiers of bad. bad. Yeah. Because the wedding planner is like, it's fine. It's an okay movie. Like, it's middle ground. It's mediocre. Yeah. But it's not bad in, like, the room. Like, the room is actually terrible. a terrible yeah. movie. But I think the room is also very rare to have a movie that bad. That right? bad be yeah. so popular. Yeah. Because, like... There are movies out there that are just, like, actually... Actually bad. I will junk. never watch this again. Like, Geely. Like, I will never... I watched half I've of it. I've never seen it. I watched half of it, and I was just like, this is god-awful. And yeah. I turned it off, and I had never had a desire to turn it back. Those don't have the same, like, notoriety. The last time I was sick, I watched Bride Wars, for instance. Is not a great movie. No. But fun to have on. Yeah. Yeah. There's It's weird, right? Mm-hmm. Like, there's a weird... You're right. There is a place of comfort. But I couldn't... I was thinking, I was just like, I couldn't figure out what... What led to that place of comfort from a movie that you recognize intelligently? This is poor. Mm-hmm. Why am I here? Huh. And what are those movies for you? Because I talk about them quite frequently. Your bad movies? No, I talk about my bad movies. What are your bad you movies? You know my bad movies. We've watched one of them. Which one? A Cinderella oh, story. Yes. I find a lot of comfort in the like movies of my childhood. Okay. That I watched. That in childhood, I probably thought like this was the greatest yeah. thing ever. And now as an adult, like I know a little yeah. bit better. I was obsessed with Cinderella story. Yeah. Did you ever watch Drive Me Crazy with Melissa Joan Hart no, and Adrian Grenier? But no, I was obsessed with that. Yeah. 
There are some that I actually do think are good movies. Like, I was obsessed with The Parent Trap, and I do think The Parent Trap Fair, still yeah. holds up. That's like Mean Girls for me. Exactly. Like, I think Mean Girls is actually a good comfort movie. Mean Girls and is like, a good movie, though. Yeah, exactly. And, like, The Devil Wears Prada. Yeah. Also, just a, a good, good movie. movie. Yeah. Yes. Um, oh, like, but like, oh, but like, Parent Trap falls into line with those. Is that what you're saying? No, I'm saying like, there's The Devil Wears Prada and Mean Girls in The Parent Trap, yeah, and there's You Drive Me Crazy and Cinderella Story and Sex in the City too. Mm-hmm. So what okay. are that's what I, I mean. recently watched because I don't think those are bad movies. The other the the other ones the I listed are bad movies. Okay. Yeah. I recently watched Single White Female, and I will yeah. say that is something I might go back to just because like the the '90s of it all is so like. comforting yeah Yeah, there's something like it's i'm watching and i know oh this is just really bad but it's still kind of like oh this is fun and while watching it i thought to myself i want to re-watch the roommate which was the like er, mid-2000s remake of single white female pg remake of single white female and was not a good movie no but i remember watching single white female and i'm like i want to re-watch the roommate because that was bad yeah but like Fun. It's weird, yeah, right? Yeah. It's such a weird place to go because it's bad. And I often will, I will choose to watch bad movies over movies that I recognize as good. I also think like it's nice to take a break. And so like though like when we watch really good things, there is like a there's part of your brain that goes into it. Like if something is really good, yeah, you're thinking while you're watching yeah. it. And you're feeling things. Yeah. Where those ones, it's just sort of just like, it's on. I don't need to, like, sit down and analyze what they're talking about or what they're doing. Yeah. And for us specifically, like, we have a lot of homework when yeah. it comes to movies. Weekly so it's, homework. It's nice to yeah. kind of take a break and see something that is so, like, something you don't need to think about at all. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Mm-hmm. I do want to talk about the Disney portion, though. Oh, yeah. Tell me about Because Disney. the Renaissance is very interesting, I the find. The Renaissance. The Renaissance of Disney. Yeah. It's very interesting because it goes from about Little Mermaid to, I'd say, I think it's like Tarzan. Okay. So So you'll be in my heart. Yeah, you'll be in my heart. I think it's like those 10 years, so like 89 to 99. Okay. Right? And they are really like, there's a big wave Mm -hmm. in terms of like quality and in terms of... Story. Story and in terms of what they were selling. And they really tried to do different things. They did. Yeah. But long before it was cool to. Like Pocahontas, for instance. Yeah. That was... Uh, ahead of its time if you think about it and maybe not the right blending of like disney and real life story yeah here let's let's make a disney movie about this really vile and terrible time in history yes like not working but also but it does open the door to that to children to be like yes exactly oh native there were native americans yeah. like we are not the first people to yeah. inhabit this yeah. country and I think that that's important. And even things with, like, Mulan, Mulan yeah. where it's, you know, the gender roles that yeah. are there. Like, that is something that is very pertinent yeah. to kids. And, like, that song, too. Who is that girl I see standing straight back at me when my reflection show? Ooh, I yeah. Inside. Like that's really yeah, yeah, beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. For little kids to you gotta, watch you gotta give to it experience that. Yeah. that. And they have always been doing that though, I feel like. Do you feel yeah. like it knocked off after? No, I think no. it like, I think, I think still... when you watch it I think there it's interesting because with Disney I feel like retrospectively you think it was a lot more fairy tale than mm-hmm. it actually was. Yes, like I saw this thing on TikTok, so of course. Say what you will about Your favorite it. people. But it was uh, it was like a shot of Kira Knightley complaining about her daughter one day maybe having to watch Cinderella because yeah. the girl like is like waiting for a man or whatever. And then it was somebody else explaining like, oh, I never thought of Cinderella, or the woman who does the voice of Cinderella. I never thought of it that way. I thought of it as she just wanted to go out and have a good time. And she didn't even care that she knew it was midnight and she went home. She didn't stay with the prince. The prince was asking her yeah. to stay with me. And she could have, but she didn't. She went home yeah. and, like, lived on with her life. Like, it's, I think, yes, there are some negative aspects. Like, The Little Mermaid is pretty much Ariel giving up her voice for a man. Yeah. But it also is Ariel wanting to experience yes. something new and experience a life that yeah. she hasn't been able to. Yeah. yeah. And I think people talk about Beauty and the Beast Oh, I think Beauty and the Beast is pivotal because it's it is them trying to actively make Belle more interesting mm-hmm. because Belle is intellectual. Is bright. Yeah. She's bright, she she's booky, she doesn't want to marry. Just period. The hot guy. She doesn't actually even want to marry. She her whole thing is I want more than this 
Provincial? Provincial town yeah. is what it is. And she ends up falling in love with a man she doesn't know is going to turn into a prince at any point in time. True. She thinks he's just going to be a wild beast and she still likes him. She, she ends up bringing out the good side of him mm-hmm. that helps him transform. There's a lot of good things. But yes, there's a little bit of Stockholm Syndrome going on. Yeah. There. Like you can't deny that. Bestiality. <laughs> a little bit, sure, yeah. Like there's a little bit of things like that. But at the end of the day... There's like, some kinks. There's there's some kinks, but there is still like... There, there's an attempt at, at a real message there. Mm-hmm. But I think, again, you really focus on like Cinderella and Sleeping Beauty and Beauty and the... Be- like Snow Beauty, White. Snow White. These women who really didn't have much more. Yeah. Like, they really didn't. Autonomy. Autonomy. They didn't have autonomy or interest outside of, like, love and, like, marriage. And keeping a house clean. And keeping a house clean. And Belle really, I think, started to change she, that. She wrote the new story. She wrote the new story. But yeah. when we, so when we look at it, we look at Disney as doing that rather than Mulan and Pocahontas. And then eventually, yes, Frozen and Brave and, like, I'm listing yeah. things, right? Even, like, Princess and the Frog. Her goal is she wants to open a restaurant yeah. like her like her father. Like Tangled. Tangled. Like these are all it's very interesting. I'm naming a lot of them and they're all about women they're who all, want more than They're very good films. They're very good films that actually have something. So how did Disney get tangled up in this image of being slightly misogynistic? I feel like people hold on to things. Yeah. And they aren't willing the to look generation. at the other. Yeah, they yeah. do. Yeah. They do. Even my generation our generation does it yeah. too. Less like, though. I think we I think the I think society take all together. Just blame society. <laughs> no, but I think we look at the negative so often. Yeah. We, we, and Lil, I was listening to a podcast with Lily Singh, mm-hmm. who's not someone I love. Yeah. But like I did really appreciate what she was saying. She was saying that like whenever she puts something out there, people come back and be like, "Well, why didn't you do this? Why yeah, didn't you yeah, do yeah. that?" And she's like, "Why can't people?" take the positive out of what I'm putting out there. Yeah. Why can't they latch onto the thing that they do relate yeah. to and hold on to that? And we don't do that. Mm-hmm. We will find the things that are yes. like not great for us and that's what we harp on when there yeah. are a lot there's a lot of good that come out of everything. Of everything. And yeah. we don't we don't, we don't latch focus onto those on those things. It's no. true. We focus on the negative. Oftentimes it's like it's where we go. Mm-hmm. Speaking of focusing on the negative or rising above the rising negative. Rising above the negative. There you, there go. you go. A good, nice little twist. Yeah. I, I like what you did there. <laughs> Teamwork. Teamwork. Mita, what did we watch this week? This week, Nadim. Yeah. We watched the 1982 Best Picture film. Yes. Gandhi. 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 Mm-hmm. You want to give it a scroll? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Gandhi is described as the life of the lawyer who became the famed leader of the Indian revolts against the British rule through his philosophy of nonviolent protest. Nonviolent protest. Yes. Okay, Mitha. This is a pretty big one for us. It's a big movie. It's a big movie. For, yes, and for And for, for us, us specifically, yes. Yes. Because we are, I don't know if you guys know this, but Mitha and I are both Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But we are also of Indian heritage. We are of Indian descent. Indian descent. Our parents came we from first India. Generation, We're actually. first generation, actually. first generation kids. Yes. Yeah. So, I had never seen this. I actually know a lot about Gandhi. Yeah. But I've never seen this. Same. And I've always wanted to see it. Mm-hmm. It's always been on the list, and I just never got around to it. It's also three hours It's long. a three-hour movie about <laughs> Gandhi. It yeah. seems like a lot. And, like, I don't know about you, but I feel like I've heard a lot about Mahatma Gandhi in my life. Yeah. That I have never was like, yes, I yes. will sit down for this three-hour film. Exactly. About this man my parents talk about. <laughs> but I will also say, how do you review a movie... About Gandhi. How yes. do two South Asians, yes. two Indian people who are Indian, mm-hmm. review a movie about the most important Indian man who ever lived? Yeah. Not just arguably, just flat out, yes. Yeah. That was made by a white British man. Yes. Played by a white presenting man. Yes. Starred a bunch of real Indian people. Yes. Who all speak English. <laughs> yes. Literally what I was thinking as I was, yeah. all those things. But okay, thinking all of those yeah. things, still very much enjoying it. Absolutely. <laughs> still thinking it's, yeah. this is very well made. Very rousing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And surprising. Right. Because, so this movie is made by Richard Attenborough. Yes. Richard, not David. Richard. Richard, yeah. Richard Attenborough. Um, if you don't know, he plays... John Hammond in Jurassic Park. That's how you probably yeah. That's know. That's how you know who Richard Attenborough yeah. is, yeah. Um, who is a white British man. Yep. So my initial thought when I read that was like, oh, 
like what what side of this argument yeah. are we going to get? Like what are we going to be presented yeah. with? And then I also the only other thing I really knew about this is that Ben Kingsley, who does come from he Indian has, yes, descent, yes. there he is Indian. He is Indian, but he but is he is very white, white presenting because yeah. he's mixed. I mixed, think, yeah. yeah. And I didn't know until years later that Ben Kingsley was of Indian. like Indian yeah. and like Indian descent. There you go. Like less so than we are. Kind. Of. He's less Indian than we are. I'm trying to remember what it is. Yeah. Exactly. It's. His name is actually... His real name is... is it something he's like Freddie Mercury. Yes, he's like, <laughs> he is like Freddie Mercury. Yeah. Okay, this is what IMDb says. Yeah. Ben Kingsley was born Krishna Banji in Scarborough, Yorkshire. His father, Rahmutullah Harji Banji, was a Kenyan-born medical doctor of Gujarati Indian descent, and his mother, Anlin Mary, was an English actress. So yes, he is just as Indian as us. Yes. But he's very white-presenting. I'm Gujarati too, half Gujarati, half just Gujarati. like Ben Kingsley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I thought I was a little concerned. Yeah. I was like, "Oh, how am I going to feel about this white man yeah. playing an Indian man?" Yeah. This is this is not what's his name, Mangela, Max, oh, well, Max Mangela yeah. in the Social Network. Yes, like exactly. it's not that at all. Or it's not what could have happened, Dustin Hoffman playing Gandhi. Yes, exactly. Was that the option? He wanted to play it, and then apparently at one point Anthony Hopkins was also offered it. Oh. And then they stepped away. This was twenty years in the making. Wow. Yeah. Um, it's not so that glad at all. that did not happen. He is so believable. He's really. I, believable. I was watching it, and my dad thought I was. He didn't realize I was watching Gandhi. He thought you were watching some documentary. Yeah. 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 And he was like, "What are you watching?" I was like, "Oh, Gandhi." And he's like, "Oh my God, he looks just like him." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He looks just just like, like him. him. Sounds like yeah. like it is. It's pretty amazing. And yeah. then. What I think was the most uh, exciting part for me was, aside from him being a white presenting man playing Gandhi, everybody else in the movie who was Indian... Was Indian. Was Indian. Yeah. Or was brown. I yeah. don't know if they're... Indian, Pakistani, whatever. whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But they were brown. brown they, were, yeah. they were desi. They were desi, yeah. They were de- and I was so excited. Yeah. And then I was watching it. I was like, why is their English so perfect? <laughs> yeah. That was the one thing that threw why me Why is their out. English so perfect? And why are they... And the other thing was, a lot of their dialogue was just like, this feels like it was written in Hindi and translated. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. Some of the dialogue was just like, this is not how an English person would... This is not how people who speak English would talk. Yeah. It sounds like people who speak Hindi would talk if you were reading the subtitles. And we say this with, like, family members yeah. who are well-educated yes, yes. and who do speak English. But my dad still has some words that just don't work. They just don't. And he's very, very, very strict about grammar and things like that. Yeah. Like, he's very, he's intellectual and he yes. can speak well. But, like, there are just some words that just don't come out the same way. They just way. don't. Like, my, my turn dad, off the lights. Yeah, my dad has <laughs> been here for 40 years. Yeah. He did his two master's degrees in London. He's, yeah. He was a senior executive at Nortel before it tanked. Like, yeah. but still, there's just, there's, it'll never go away at this yeah. point. I mean, he's like 75. It's never going away at mm-hmm. this point. So. When did they come here? 82. Oh, okay. My sister was born in London. Kishore came in 70. Oh. Here for 50 plus years, yeah. yeah. So he he spent more time, more time here, here exactly. Than he more time in his own country, outside of India than in India. Yeah. yeah. My dad says that he's like we're more Canadian than we are Indian. Yeah. But it was a very interesting experience to like see that. It was a very interesting experience to see this movie that was very important to us first of all, but also be one of the first culturally diverse films that we've watched in. 52. 52 years? No, 55. Yeah. 55. 55 years, years. which is very interesting. Yeah. There's never been this kind of cultural diversity in a Best Picture winner. And we just came off of Chariots of Fire. Very interesting because, like, do we ever get back to that? Do we ever get this again? So why this? Like, yeah. I was trying to wrap my mind, like, why was Gandhi... The one. The one. One, there is a billion Indians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there might have been a lot of Indians in the 80s at that no. time. No, not, not in the, the Academy. Way. No, not in the Academy. The Academy is but still it, at it, that this point. This was still box office successful. I'm sure it was. It was. Yeah. I'm sure this was a huge movie at the box, like the boxy. Which is really surprising because it's three hours long. So a movie theater would not be able, would only be able to play this like two times a day. Three. Usually really? it's about, they can do a three hour like, movie. Because I think about... Bo is afraid. That was only two times. 
That was because Boa's Afraid was not a successful movie. But also, but in the 80s, like, there weren't multiplexes like there are now. So Fair enough. Like so maybe, two, yeah, two, two, either way, two to three. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> On a budget of 22 million, it did 127 that's million. Like that's like pretty... That's pretty impressive. So For a biopic about an Indian man that, like, I don't know, I don't know what people's history, like, what they knew about history at that time. I don't think they knew much. Because this is also at the tail end of World War II. So it's like, were people paying attention to what was going yeah. on between British India and the and the formation of Pakistan? Like, at the time? I, yeah. No. No, right? At the so time, like, why they definitely the didn't know. At the time, World War II was happening, yeah. so that was obvious, like, understandably, take, too. Yeah. yeah. Like, Indians and Pakistanis, this is very important, but, like, outside of that world, insular world, it's not. No. So, what about this? Because you're right, that's a really good question. Up until Parasite, and fine, let's for one minute ignore the fact that it's made by a white man mm-hmm. and stars a white presenting man, because Ben Kingsley also wasn't Ben Kingsley No. at that point, right? So people probably assumed he was just some Indian man playing Gandhi. Yeah. And that was a fair assumption. So it's a movie about a bunch of Indian people who just happened to speak English. One. Why now? And then not again until 2019. You get such a foreign-facing Best yeah. Picture winner. Yeah. Because I think foreign... some things maybe came in there. Yes. Life is beautiful. It's but didn't win. It's still white people. It's it's yeah. European people, yeah. yeah. Il Tostino is still... Yeah. Yeah, like Latin American. Yeah. This is brown face. Brown, yeah. And then you have Asian Asians. people. That's it. It's taking a very long time. You have 12 years of slave winning, like, as a block film, but that also takes... It takes a very long a time. A very That's long 2012, time. 2012, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's... Think about, like, how long it takes to get to this point. Mm-hmm. Why now? And then why does it take so long to get back there? Especially when we look at the rest of this decade in particular. It's so effing white. It's so white. Yeah. And so it's really, it's just this little blip. It's just Here a little blip. Because even next week, we're right back to it. Yeah. It's so weird. I think that comes maybe down to the movie itself. Something, did you ever watch the documentary Wild Wild Country? Yes. I'm wondering if, because that movie did say that there was in the, late 70s and the 80s there was a surgence of people who typically would be part of yuppie culture they were traveling to india and they were going through these experiences and trying to understand that that eastern part of the world a little bit more do you think maybe there was just like a wider acceptance of it that kind of stemmed from that or do you think that people visiting india was a result of a movie like this being as popular as it was i think that yeah i think it's the latter more than the former okay I think the movie itself, and often that's the case, right? I think the movie's successful. I think the movie being successful is because the movie is good. Because I can, what I can also say is I think this movie maybe helped bastardize our culture a little bit as well. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Because it does. It does. It totally does. Especially because I think what it, I think for a movie, here's the thing. I think the movie is very rousing. Mm-hmm. You appreciate everything, his struggle, what happened, all of that. It tries to really give the full story. It justifies its three-hour length. Okay. More, more than <laughs> more, other more movies. than any of the other yeah. three-hour movies we've yeah. watched. More yeah. than other three-hour movies. There is a long, full history. It goes there. from so the, that attack in Amritsar at the Golden Temple mm-hmm. happens in 1919. Independence doesn't happen until 1947. Yeah. So that's you have a long history. You have to a go long through. history to go through. Plus, they're trying to talk about South Africa, which happens even before that. Like yeah. the, at the end of the 18th. At the end of the 1800s. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a really... We're talking, like, 50 years. It's we're a lot. spanning 50 years here. So it's a lot of time to go through. And they do it efficiently and economically. Yeah. So I get it. There's a reason it's three hours long. <sighs> However, mm-hmm. is this just a good movie made by a white man for white people in the 80s? Oh, interesting. Because, well... If this movie were to yeah. be made now... Yeah. Gandhi would have to be a Bollywood star. Do you think it has to be a Bollywood star? I think financially would so the Indian government actually financed a lot of this. Oh, interesting. Yeah. That was a big part of it. Good for them though. Good for them though for yeah. doing that. I think so they would need recognizability. Yeah. I think that would happen. You'd have someone, maybe not maybe not Bollywood, maybe not like Shah Rukh Khan playing Gandhi. Yeah. But like But somebody in that somebody in, in India cinema. In the Indian cinema world, yeah. definitely. It would have to be an Indian director. 
I also don't think you could get away with them speaking English the whole movie. No, that was my biggest thing, watching it. And I'm blaming Steven Spielberg. (laughs) Because when I saw the Spanish in West Side Story, I think that that should be the bar now. From now on. Yeah, when people speak, see, that's the... That's yeah. what they should be speaking. The 18th... And we don't... Well, okay, for Hindi, I'll let people have subtitles. But... <laughs> because I think Spanish, I mean, for me, is a little bit more normalized because it's similar to French, which is something I am aware yeah, of. Yeah. And, like, similar to English enough that you can kind of understand yeah. what they're saying, whereas Hindi is, like, a whole different... It's a different... It's based game. on a different well, language yeah. completely, so... Also, like, they might have been speaking Gujarati. They might have been speaking Marathi. They might have been speaking a lot of... Who things. knows? They were probably speaking a combination of Gujarati and Hindi. Yeah. Like, Realistically, it was between the two of them. And Gujarati is messed up. Okay? It's, yeah, it's not, it's not an easy <laughs> It sounds like people language. are yelling at you yeah. all the time. <laughs> They're not easy languages to understand, no. but in like the 1900s, that's what people what they in were India, that's what they were speaking. <laughs> yeah. But yes, you're right. If it was going to be made today, there's a lot of differences that would need to be yeah. taken in. But I, I want, like, I'm trying to think if I saw this movie today, I wouldn't be upset. I, I mean, we're watching it today. We're wa- yeah. Like, but I'm saying, like, if it were to come out tomorrow. Oh, I would be. You'd be upset with Ben Kingsley's performance? No. I would be upset with the fact that a white man directed it. Okay. I'd be upset with the fact that they were all speaking English. Okay. That, to me, reeks incredibly inauthentic. Especially when, like, and maybe not the entire thing has to be in Hindi or Gujarati, but, yeah. like, don't have... The Hindi... Servants, servants, or, or like yeah. villagers, and th- maybe Gandhi speaks English here and there. Yeah. Maybe like his conversations with like Jinnah and Nehru and all of that are in English. But like when he's talking to villagers and their plights, they're speaking Hindi or Gujarati. They yeah, their native language. they should be because they don't know English. Yeah. And like those things, I think were the bigger hiccups to me. I was just like, this is there's no way. Yeah, I also don't thing. think you can fault it for that though. At the time, at the time. no. But I, yeah, I guess if it was today, yeah, Steven Spielberg has set the bar. Has set the it bar. Needs to be. There's no reason it shouldn't be, right? Yeah. But even in everything, everywhere, all at once, they're at home, they're speaking, like, we call it Hinglish, Hingli, Hindi English. Yeah. They're speaking Chinese English. English. It's like the cross, it's cross language. It's how people actually speak. Yeah. No, it's, that's a fair point. There's no, there's no reason it should be anything other than that in who, this day and age. Who do you think would direct it? Because if Danny Boyle comes up in here and says, I want to direct it. Oh, there's Slumdog Millionaire, too. There you go. Oh, that's interesting. So Indian people actually have a bit of a... People love us. Do they? Sorry. People love specific parts of our culture. People like... Yes. But I also think it's... I think people like being able to look at India and say, oh, poor them. Oh, I think there's a little bit of poverty porn about it. But think about... And that's... Marigold Hotel. What's the whole... Best Exotic Best Marigold. Exotic Marigold Hotel. <laughs> yeah. Think about the Marigold Hotel. No. Think about how much they love the Marigold Hotel. Yeah. But think about... Also think about what is successful here. And like, think about Gandhi. So I'm wondering, is that a part of it? I think people like both... I think people appreciate rich India. Do they? I think people really like seeing rich India. Look at this whole... this The Indian Met Gala that just occurred. The whole Ambani Center of... What is it called? Oh, the Nita Ambani yes. Controller Center. And how, yeah. how much people were like, wow, look at the outfits. Look at this. Look at the opulence. Look at it. And then people also, like you're saying, let want to pity us and say, oh, they're so poor. Yeah. But they don't understand that there there is a middle class. There's a, yeah. And they happen to be your next door neighbor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There is that. But I think that, op- but the reason the, the Nita Mogesh Ambani thing was so bad was because Zendaya and Gigi Hadid and... Penelope Cruz and like identifiable faces for there. They weren't there because Alia Bhatt was on the red carpet. They weren't there because Aishwarya Rai was on the red carpet. Fair, but also looking at this year's Oscars, on every single Deepika, video yeah. I've seen, Deepika is best dressed. Yeah. So people do like that side. Like when Aishwarya was trying to transition from Bollywood yeah. to Hollywood, like people were very interested. And like, who is this beautiful, exotic yeah. woman? Like, people love the people love our weddings. They want to do yes, the, yeah. yes, <laughs> yes. Like, I get that. People love the when we are the opulence, yeah, opulent and rich and yeah. successful. They love it. The, the colors and the music and the flowers yeah. and like the 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 of it all. Mm-hmm. Like, it's the bigness of being South Asian that is so I think interesting to the West. Yeah, but I think. It often feels as if it's also threatening because it feel. I think in the Indian culture is also very overbearing 
It's a, it's a lot. Like it's even lot. for myself, it's a lot. Yeah. I was just talking to my aunt about mm-hmm. this, how like she grew up in an open house, essentially is how she puts it. Yeah. But like all the aunts and uncles and cousins and whatnot, you would just go over. You don't need yeah. a key. You don't need this or that and that. And we were saying like, we don't do that here no. in North America. And she's like, even now I would be uncomfortable with it. If somebody, she's like, you can come over and meet that. That's fine. But yeah. like if somebody else said, oh, I'm just popping in, it would be weird for her. Yeah. She wouldn't want to no. do that. Where she grew up completely different. My mom grew up in a very similar situation. Yeah. They had a completely joint family. Joint family. They, yes, it's so. a joint family, and they grew up in a giant house yeah. in my grand in my great grandmother's house, and it, they were like all, all together. But my mom hates it when people come up and unannounced yeah. to her house because she's just like, I don't. It's, I'm just not comfortable. It's not. Yeah. It's not. It's not what I'm used to anymore. And so, like, I just I don't grow up that way. Mm-hmm. I don't know. This is this is a very interesting experience because we go from something very different. And then we're going to something very different. Very different. This blip just kind of comes in here and, you know, it just appears. I appreciate the blip. Though. Oh, I'm okay with it. I, I think, think the blip helped with a lot of things too. Like what? Acceptance and like understanding. Did it? I think, I, I mean, I wasn't around in the 80s, so I don't know. And like in the early 90s, I didn't experience it as much as maybe you might have of what it was like to be like physically different than other people i don't know if but that's the thing i feel like the india it's trying to show is also very it is impoverished right yeah like the 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 india they show is it's large look i think indians really try to gloss over the poverty in india Mm -hmm. generally speaking people want to talk about the opulence and there is a lot of there is an incredible amount of wealth in india but there's an incredible amount of poverty too and indians do try to gloss over the poverty but that is a reality of of India is the immense amount of poverty there. Mm-hmm. That said, this movie is really focusing on that. And understandably so that was the that, history. That was the history of yeah. the movie and that's what they're trying to show, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. I I I am struggling with the fact that like it's 1982 and we don't see I can't think of another cultural movie, not just Indian, fine. Yeah, I can't think of another cultural movie winning until Slumdog Millionaire. I can't think of a single one. We also, one. we forgot about Slumdog Millionaire. Yes, exactly. So what does, what say? does that say? Yeah. But Slumdog Millionaire is the first, is feels like the next time. Our culture is sort of. Not just our culture. But. Anything, anything non-white white? focused is, you know, winning. You. Or anything where the culture of the people in the film involved is more, is important. Is a plot device. Is a plot. It's not, it's a part of the movie. Plot, yeah. yeah. So, like, again, Slumdog or 12 Years a Slave. Mm. Forget Parasite, which is so too recent to count. We're not the people that have to answer that, though. No, but yeah. it is a question. <laughs> but yeah, it it's, is. It's no, a sociological it's question of, like, why, why, why now? Why this movie? And maybe the why is because it was, it was impossible to ignore. Like... Gandhi was Gandhi was impossible to ignore in but 1982. Like why, why 1982 though? Like what? So you said this took 20, 20 years, years to make. make. Yeah. So they were trying to make this since the 60s, the 60s. which I think it would have even more of an impact in the 60s because it's so close to. But they couldn't finance it in the 60s. Mm-hmm. So that's also saying something that they couldn't finance it in the 60s because yeah. no one thought it would sell. And it took 20 years for some, but and apparently Richard Attenborough financed in India, financed most of the film. Yeah. The scale of this is also very interesting because one of the reviews I read, it was like, it's very David Lean. It's very much like that Lawrence of Arabia feel yeah. because those people, there is apparently at that funeral scene in the beginning, 300,000 people showed up for it. Wow. 200,000 of them were volunteers and just under 100,000 were paid extras. Wow. That's insanity. That's insanity to think that, like, that kind of crowd control, those kind of shots. Where did they shoot it? Did they shoot it? They shot it in, in Delhi. India? Like, this is all shot on location. Okay. You, can't, you can't get that many Indian... You couldn't, at that at that point in the 80s, could not find that kind of Indian They're not crowds. going on Air India? They're not going on Air <laughs> India to London to find yeah. that. That's all shot on location. And the, like, large... Si- There's so many scenes of people in yeah. this movie, and they're all live. It's the scale of this is Im- it's so impressive. Mm-hmm. I think I was really taken aback by that because the scale is so big, and he doesn't he doesn't skimp on it. No, I think that's the thing that is really endearing is that he's really trying to tell Gandhi and India story. Yeah, and how it, this one person how this one, yeah. had a huge impact. Impact. Yeah, 
And he does it very well. He does it very well. Yeah. One thing I did want to talk about, though, is there is a couple of weird directing choices I find. Okay. A, at the end of the movie, when it's finally Independence, they don't actually date Independence. No. Which I found very strange. And I was a little lost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, I was wait, like, where are we well, now? So why aren't we saying it's August 15th, yeah. 1947? Mm-hmm. And I think the reason is because Pakistan's independence is August 14th, 1947. Oh, so like so in order even to a show... a fight about that? Not even a fight. <laughs> I'm sure that was like a... They they needed to show India happening before. Because in the movie, they show India then Pakistan. So they make it look like they're on the same day. Yeah. Or India first. But that's not the case. Mm, so they can't okay. then date them. There's like weird little like... Just little, little things like that. That I was confused about. And I wouldn't have necessarily done. As a director. Yeah. But again, those I feel like that's being a little nitpicky. Okay. But one thing I do want to talk about is a little bit more serious. Than that. Okay. Because this movie does talk a lot about, and I, this was I was surprised about, the divide between Hindus and Muslims in India. Mm-hmm. And the, the role that Gandhi, played, Gandhi in played in trying to do that. I found it very sad watching this to yeah. see what the state of India is today. Yeah, because and, we... It's essentially repeating itself. It's essentially repeating itself and like far worse than it was. For those of our listeners who don't know, the state of India right now is Muslims are being treated like second class citizens. And it's it's quite sad. Yeah. It's not necessarily safe everywhere in India for Muslims anymore. There's a lot of consistent and regular communal violence that is being government sanctioned. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of propaganda. There's a lot of... It's just... it's, It's not a... It's not nice. It's not great. It's not great. No. But here was Gandhi who tried to... Who said, I am a Muslim. I am a Hindu. I am a Christian. Yeah. A man who spoke for having equality amongst all religions. Yeah. Where... Which makes sense. Yeah. (laughs) Why would you have a country that's only one religion? Yeah. And it's sad to see it being repeated now. Yeah, exactly. Hard to take in. It's hard to take in. Yeah. And I think one thing that bothered me more than anything is that they tried to... They didn't really specify that... I get this. This is a choice in making your film. They don't specify the religion of the person who shot him. I don't actually know. It was a Hindu man. Okay. And they say that it was... People are... If someone... If it's better that a Hindu man killed him than a Muslim man... Because then the divide would have been even larger. The divide larger, would have been even bigger. Even yeah. larger. And the fact that it was a Hindu person who felt that he was siding too much with Muslims. Yeah. That was why he was assassinated. Right. But they don't divulge into these things. Mm-hmm. And I, I question whether some of that was government intervention. Probably if the, yeah. government, if the government of India is funding it, this movie, then yeah. I think that they would want to do that. Yeah. But then that's censorship. Because the government of India also has not had a Muslim leader, um, leader in a, ever. There's been like, because India's judicial system is a little funky. So there's a prime minister and a president who reside in India. And I think, I think there has been Muslim presidents, but not prime ministers. ministers? I think that's what it's been. But yeah, also I felt like the Jinnah character is a little villainized in this. Hmm. Like a little bit made to seem like he's a bad guy. Yeah. Was that, did you get that There's a tone that's there. Yeah. Again. his monocle. Yeah. (laughs) Like he's he's Mr. Peanut or something. (laughs) who plays him? I don't know. He's he's not someone um I thought he was. He's not a reputable face. There's a lot of faces in here. Yeah. Yeah. Amrish Puri and Om Puri and Saeed Jafri. Om Puri? Om Puri at the very end, you know how there's a man who throws a roti on him and says, yeah. "Eat it, I killed a boy." That's Om Puri. Oh. Yeah. Om. Um, you know who is in this movie and I was surprised to see? Charlie Sheen, Martin Sheen. Martin Sheen. Yeah. Just, you know, Candace Bergen. Candace Bergen, yep. Also, our friend from uh, Chariots, Eric Little, yeah, <laughs> who was much better in this. Yes, also Vernon Dudley in yep. this movie. Yep. No, that those are fair, Call fair sides, but I do think the answer is within the government paid to make this movie. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> on behalf of the Hindu Indians. Yeah. Sorry. I would like to say I have said a lot. Okay. I would like to hear some of your thoughts. I, we're very much in line yeah. with this, but I think there is, for me particularly, there was much more of a a sense of just, like, comfort of, like, knowing that this actually did exist in a time. Yeah. Like, I don't think our culture, like, nowadays when people talk about Indian culture, they're, like, eating butter chicken. <laughs> they're, like, <laughs> yeah. and Bollywood. look at the and outfits. Like, yeah. They're yeah. so pretty. Where it's, like, there is a lot of rich history. Yeah. And Bollywood does a great job of showing them with things like Jota Akbar yeah, yeah, or Bajira yeah. Mastani. Like there, yeah. and even ba- uh, Padmavat. Yeah. Wait, are we allowed to say Padmavat? Yeah. It's not Padmavati. 
No, which one of them are we not allowed? Padma Vat is the one we're allowed to say. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Just making sure. Yeah. That's <laughs> Padma But there are a lot yeah, yeah. of, there's a lot of history. Yeah. This country is centuries. Centuries old. old. Yeah. Say what you want. Christians. Yeah. <laughs> my one experience of... Have I ever told you my one experience of going to church? No. I'll tell you now. Yeah. <laughs> I went to church with one of my friends. I was visiting her, like, when she when we were in university. Yeah. And she, it was Sunday morning, and she's like, do you want to come to church? And we were like, okay, I guess so. Yeah. And we went to church, and they had someone doing a guest sermon. Oh, wow. And he explained how Christianity is the one true religion, yeah. and all other religions are bullshit. And oh, wow. he didn't say bullshit, yeah, okay. but... <laughs> There. Poppycock, yeah. <laughs> maybe was the word yeah. that he used. And he went into how Hinduism doesn't even make sense. How do you have animals with this and that? Oh, and wow. the, yeah, and I sat there looking at my friend <laughs> like, what did you just bring yeah. me to? But this country is centuries, years old. There's yeah. like rich history, rich history that you don't often see depicted yeah like i for me growing up the only thing i really had was jasmine and mindy kaling yeah. and mindy kaling is recent <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. like that was high school for yeah. me it wasn't like i had a lot to refer to and so i was so happy and surprised to see like wow there actually was something yeah. and you know what it's not as terrible as i thought it was going to be I thought this was going to be very white-centric. Okay. I was under the impression that they would focus a lot more on England's side of things versus yeah. India's. But it is well-balanced. Yeah. And this really is a depiction of what we know Mahatma Gandhi to be. Yeah. Is it well-rounded? I was literally just about to say, I'm like, yeah, I think it's great that we see this side of Gandhi, but yeah. he almost comes off annoying sometimes. He's vi- it's, he's very much put on a pedestal, pedestal. in this Pedestal, very film. saintly. To the- but also, in my entire life, yeah. he has been put on, on a, pedestal. a pedestal. Because I think the issue is, I completely agree with you. Yeah. I watched this, and I like had to stop it at one point and come back, and he was saying something, and I was just like, oh, Gandhi, stop. Yeah. Like, I was kind of... We get like, it, you're righteous. We get it, you're righteous. <laughs> great, good for you, just... Eat, like, yeah. just move on with go it. Go Yeah, like, go have some food. We're good. But you have to gift him the fact that, like, I think when you see it happen, you know the story, you know the history. He was a single man who freed an entire nation of people mm-hmm. from colonization. Mm-hmm. That's wild. It's crazy. It's really wild. And his... Who's doing that today? Who's doing that today? Nobody. And who's using, who's using the mentality of we will not Fight. Fight. We will we're not going... send in our yes. fans into your office and like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're just, it's, this is going to be with dignity, slowly and with dignity. Mm-hmm. And he does it. He does. It's, it's amazing to think that like, that's how you, he, it wasn't a war. It was one man who led an entire nation to be like, this is how we're going to do it. Mm-hmm. And with the ups and downs, and he had that power to do that so if we put him on a pedestal i'm kind of like it's okay all right yeah at the same time though i understand we i feel like we get other people's point of view of what gandhi was yeah and we never really get in this is not just in this film but in general what was gandhi actually feeling in these times what was his like i'm sure there might have been a time where he was he wanted to punch somebody maybe i don't want to speak on behalf of gandhi Gandhi, but like i would love i would like to know the other side of things too or i'm sure there were people like us who was just like i appreciate what you're doing here but this is annoying yeah like i'm sure there were people who had that dual kind of mentality about it because everyone well i mean those people were the british No, but like even within (laughs) India, like the people who so even his supporters. Well, the man who assassinated him, like even seeing that point of view, if we had something that showed us like, why would this man, because it does come out of nowhere. He just walks up to him and tries to give him blessing and then shoots him. And then shoots him. So there's a movie called Hiram, made by Kamal Hassan, Mm -hmm. where he plays a Hindu man around partition and i don't remember the whole story so you'll have to forgive me but he plays a hindu hindu man whose wife is raped and murdered played by rani Mukherjee, Mm -hmm. and he goes on this odyssey to essentially assassinate gandhi and then through his journey he realizes all the good gandhi's done yeah and like how it changes his perspective and how one of his very good muslim friends played by shahrukh khan changes his perspective and all of that Mm -hmm. and so there are there's so many interesting stories about like about gandhi and told through other people's perspectives, but those are all in India. Yeah. Like all those stories about people. Because I'm and that is a very interesting perspective of how do you how do you feel about this man who's doing all this stuff? Like, yes, it's good, but is it good for everybody? Yeah. Because that again, and partition was wild mm-hmm. and awful. 
and like resulted in the death of like millions of people and was this huge migration that resulted in just upheaval. It would be interesting to see, like, because, well, like, my dad was born in 47, so, like, he didn't... Yes, exactly. Right, like, and your parents are born My parents that. are just slightly after that, yeah. and they never, and my family's obviously, and my family's didn't uh, immigrate to Pakistan. I could ask, that. like, my dad's siblings that were born, but, like, I really doubt they remember anything, because they were quite they were young, young, too. Yeah. And then, like, my grandparents that were there then yeah. that time are not, no longer with us. So it's not something I can be like, what was this like? Yeah. And I think... I think people did put him on a pedestal because my entire life I've just known him as to be this great person. But it would be really interesting to get that perspective yeah. of what would it be like if, for you living in the situation yes, and you're seeing this man that. being held up. Like maybe you were doing things too and nobody was noticing. Yeah. You know? But, I know. That was probably the case. Yeah. Uh, but I, I don't fault the movie for putting him on the pedestal. Yes, I don't either. But I, I just, it was something I took away from it. Yeah. Yeah. Just, uh, we're getting along here, so just to talk about it as Best Picture. Yeah. I'm just going to call out the other nominees. Okay. We have Missing. Uh-huh. We have The Verdict. Uh-huh. We have Tootsie. Uh-huh. And we have E.T. Okay. What an interesting list. Can I tell you something? Tell me. I have never seen E.T. I had never seen E.T. in its full form. Ever? Ever. And I have never seen Tootsie in its full form. Ever? Ever. Until last night. <laughs> you watched them both? I watched them both. Wow, okay. Yeah. And? I watched E.T. and Tootsie in its full form. And then I tried to find the verdict, but I couldn't. <laughs> oh, I think you'd like Missing more, though. What's Missing? Sorry, this isn't what I'm thinking. I was thinking of um, The Accused. Not, not Sorry, not The Accused. Witness. Witness. Yes, okay. that's what I was thinking. Never they seen Witness either. They all kind of like <laughs> go together. But yes, I see from your spreadsheet here that you quite like Tootsie. I really because it's really fun. Tootsie is so much fun. So much fun, yeah. You've seen it. I've seen Tootsie. Yeah, yeah. Tootsie does so much for gender roles. Yeah, that I did not realize, and it's so seamless. Because I, what I've seen of Tootsie is like the scenes of Dustin Hoffman in uh, Dorothy's outfit, yeah, and like just the scenes of filming the soap opera. But I never got a full picture of the movie. And I'm like, this is brilliant. It's real fun. It's so great. It's real fun, yeah. And so it could easily be like a terrible movie and one that we should be reprimanding in yeah. this time. But it's not. It's it not. holds up. And the message is so good. It's so great. I really enjoyed it's, it. Tootsie's, Tootsie's a solid time. <laughs> yes. E.T. also classic. Yeah. I think, again, I think what Steven Spielberg did at the time is, that's what it is. Steven Spielberg was the, he was in the right place at the right time telling new stories. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. And not to say that's it, that's all he did, but like he was just, he was at the right time doing what he was doing. And that's why every year for years he has a Best Picture nominee because he's doing these different things every time. But kind of odd that he never won. Like, Until much his later. Prime time, you know? So then this asks the question yeah. Did Gandhi deserve Best Picture? That's a really tough question for to us ask. to ask. I think so, yeah. Yeah. And Be- that's, there's no way we can't be biased about this. We love Gandhi. I have a coffee... T- I should have brought the coffee table book yeah, with me. But Gandhi? It's a huge coffee table book. It has this picture and it says in big font, Gandhi. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. And it was like my parents' pride possession. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, it's hard to not also put him on yeah. a pedestal and say, like, this is worthwhile yeah. because yeah. it's so much a part of who we are, yeah. too. Even though we have nothing to do with it and we didn't starve ourselves. Yes, exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so much Born in Canada. He's <laughs> like, part of our culture. Yeah. I mean, we probably, I don't know, like if, Im- what? imagine the what ifs, right? And if he hadn't freed India. Yeah. What, honestly, what would have happened? India yeah. Be? yeah. It'd it's be a, scary. It would be very different. Yeah. It would be still under colonial rule, possibly. Like. Yeah. So it's hard not to say it doesn't deserve best picture. I really loved Tootsie. <laughs> Tootsie's a good time. I think I just want to have a good time. All the time? All... So do you think Gandhi, you think Tootsie deserved it over Gandhi? No. <laughs> Tootsie and Gandhi are like neck and neck for me. Yeah. Gandhi is the winner. Okay, okay. so Gandhi is my number one. Okay. Out of the three that I've seen, yeah. it's Gandhi, Tootsie, E.T. E.T. Same here, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah, that, and I think that's just because... For me, I think it's the. Anyways, do you want? Do you have 
You should do a sequel to Gladius with Gandhi. Well, not so much sequel prequel, but I else I think in terms of like historical fiction, mm-hmm. it would be cool to write a what if. What if like his star his tactics did not Didn't work. Didn't work, yeah. And England still ruled over India today. Yeah. What would that look like? Yeah. Ew. Ew. <laughs> well, you and I probably might not exist. Yeah. Or we might be Indian. Or British. Or British. Oh my god, what if we were British? <laughs> Possibly. Yeah. <laughs> Give me a rating. <laughs> Mahatma. I the Mahatma. My whole life. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe it's not hard. I'm trying to think of the right words, but like this movie lived up to like what the expectation of what I always thought Gandhi is. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. so for me, that's really it's beautiful because I can imagine somebody, not me, somebody white, watching this movie and understanding the same thing. I yes. think it does a really great job of showing of what a truly impassioned hero he was and yeah. how great he was for the country of India mm-hmm. and also for, you know, England, England. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To get them out of <laughs> being a colonizer. Yeah. Like, I think there's a lot to learn from this movie, especially when it comes to his tactics towards not impoking violence yeah. like that is so important especially today with what we're what the world is dealing with just even within india yeah yeah but the entire the universe, entire world yeah we need to follow more of this like this is something that i think that should be shown in history class because also growing up this was not something i learned yeah. about in school yeah. i learned about it at home but not at school yeah. and like i don't know if kids in england learn about it yeah. i'm sure kids in india do <laughs> but yeah <laughs> yeah but it's something that is actually a large part of history yeah. and should be taught and i think that this would be some this is still it is educational enough to show into a classroom 100 well. percent. yeah yeah and it's accurate Mm-hmm. that's the thing and I was so scared going into it because I didn't look at any reviews or anything yeah. because my impression when I hear the movie is directed by Richard Attenborough and stars Sir Ben Kingsley yeah. I'm thinking oh it's a whitewashed yeah. Gandhi it's not going to be true to form and while there are aspects of that like the language used in the film yeah. I think it's fair enough to say that this was 1982 yeah. and I think an audience then wouldn't be as receptive to what we are expecting today yes and I think it's fair for them to leave it in all English. If that's what they're going to do, it is an English film. It's not a Hindi film. Yeah. So why not? I really enjoyed watching it. And that's really hard for me to say with a three-hour yeah. <laughs> movie. Because while I do think it's on the long end, there is 40 years of history that they have to go through. Yeah. And so it warrants that entire length. Yeah. It's also very representative of our our history and I love like I think the lesser film would focus on like cultural aspects that aren't really important and that maybe like a North American or even a European audience Mm -hmm. would want to see like there was opulency in that time as well and I think people probably would have latched onto that but Attenborough was like no we're not going to do that we're making the serious Gandhi film that is not a snooze fest no. No. At no point was I thinking, like, when's this going to be over? Yeah. And I did not find it boring. It mm-hmm. was very... It's well made and it's interesting to watch and interesting to experience as an Indian. Yeah. With Canadian background, I yeah. guess, or whatever you want to call me. Or a Canadian with Indian blood. For, you know, a coconut. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait. Should I tell people I'm white inside? <laughs> <laughs> I think they're figuring it yeah. out. <laughs> and so for me, it's landing with a four star. Okay. I respect it. Yeah. What about for you? <sighs> yeah. I think it's hard. I think it's, it's hard to review this movie because, yes, it is a movie so entrenched in being Indian mm-hmm. specifically and so entrenched in the Indian history. There's inevitably a certain amount of bias that's going to come out from it. I think even if it had been the whitewashed version, yeah. you'd still have a little bit of, but it's about Gandhi. The fact that it's not the whitewashed version is the surprise and also it's the it's the joy of it. It's mm-hmm. it feels authentic watching it. And Ben Kingsley is is really truly excellent. He's amazing. He's amazing. He yeah. embodies Gandhi voice and face and body and mannerisms and the way he sits and spins the wool. Like you've seen that picture millions of times and it looks like that. Like yeah. he looks exactly like that. So it's it's truly amazing what he does. It's really amazing what Richard Attenborough does, and it deserves the eight Oscars it won because it is quite... It's impressive. It's very impressive. The scale of it, 
the storytelling, it's a rousing film. It's an interesting film to watch. And yes, I wouldn't write it in English. And the language was a, a, a hiccup and there were directing choices and things that were kind of like, there were things that were off about it from a filmmaking perspective. I will like to say though, before I forget, there is a intermission in this film placed at exactly, exactly the halfway point like any good Indian movie would and do like a nice full intermission it's not yep. like a blip a blip it doesn't happen two hours into a three-hour film you get some tabla music you, in yeah, there it's like it's beautiful leave it to the Indian movie made by <laughs> Richard Attenborough to have the perfect first intermission yeah in our in our academy films there you go that aside it really is, and it's accurate. There's a lot of, there's things that I think could change for that history, historical accuracy, and I think for people to understand it better. But I think it's a really important film. And there never was a man who did this like Gandhi or a man in the future who did it like him. He really stands alone in that. Yeah. You can't think of other people who dealt with, who dealt with rule in and independence and did the things that he did mm -hmm. with as many people and the diversity in terms of economic diversity in terms of religious and cultural diversity he united a country of at the time 350 million people to do the one thing and he did it yeah that's insane it and the movie puts into perspective what he did and how he did it and his ethos he was kind of annoying yeah. but he still did it gandhi did the thing <laughs> Way before Angela Bassett did. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm also landing, actually, on four stars for there Gandhi. There Yeah. And I felt, the th my thing was that I was like, I don't want this to come off like I'm giving it four stars because it's Gandhi. But it is But it's a actually, good outside film. of it being Gandhi, it's a good film. It's a good film. film. That's the thing. Yeah. I don't, well, yeah, I guess we need to find some white friends to tell us what yes, they think Yes, I think, it. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But that, uh... Maybe we'll ask our white friends next week in their movie. <laughs> but that was Gandhi this week. Solid, solid four stars for Mita and I both. Yep. We have, we go back to the white world next week. But before that, Mita. Yes. Game me. Okay, Nadeem. Okay. Last week, yes. I challenged you to, no, you challenged, challenged me you. to connect uh, Little Miss Sunshine mm -hmm. to What's Love Got to Do With It. Got to do with it. Speaking of Angela Bassett. Mm-hmm. So this week, Nadeem, yeah. I'm challenging you mm -hmm. to connect What's Love Got to Do With It with a movie called Man of Steel. Okay. How are you doing? Yeah, okay. I can do it right now. Yeah. <laughs> Your timer yeah. starts now. Okay. Lawrence Fishburne is in What's Love Got to Do With It, who's in Contagion with Gwyneth Paltrow, who is in Bounce with Ben Affleck, who did... One of those movies yeah. with uh, Henry Cavill, who's in Man of Steel. Okay, that's yeah. a way to do it. Yeah, there you go. The um, one of those movies. Yes, it's uh, Batman versus Superman. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in which Ben Affleck plays Batman. Batman yes, <laughs> that was not the way I did okay, it. Okay. I did it in a much faster. Oh my god! <laughs> What's love got to do with it? Yeah. Stars one Angela Bassett, yeah. who is in Mission Impossible Six Fallout <laughs> with. Henry Cavill, who oh, is okay. the Man of Steel. The Man of Steel, there okay. you go. Okay. There you I go. still did it, Mitha. You did the thing. And I did it quick. There you go. I was pretty happy with that. Do you know which one Man of Steel is? It's the one Christopher Nolan produced. Yeah, it's the first. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I've never Henry seen only it. did the two and then the Justice League. Yeah, so. Justice League. Uh, and DC is... It's a mess. It's a mess, yeah. But they're cleaning it up. That's what they're saying. With James Gunn. I'm actually kind of excited for that. I think he's fun. You know what I'm excited for? I'm not. What are we watching next week? <laughs> <laughs> Terms of Endearment. That's what is 1983. Yeah. Terms of Endearment. Look at that. All right. Terms of Endearment. endearment. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Mita, do you have any parting words? I do. Hold on. India's full of grief, old man. Why did you want that one? Yeah. Over an eye for an eye will make the world go blind. I feel like everyone knows. Everyone knows an that. eye for That's an true. eye. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yes. Because that's the... That's Gandhi's yeah, saying. That's the thing. That's yeah. the thing. But I also really like in the beginning when he's on the train. Also, yeah, this movie shows Gandhi in the beginning with yeah. hair. <laughs> and it's pretty wild. It's wild. But when he goes, but I always go first class. Yeah. And he's thrown out of the train. Yeah. Poor Gandhi. Poor Gandhi. But I just think it's funny that we have Mahatma Gandhi saying, but I always go first class. Yeah. I think that's the point. Yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> and I loved it. 
Thank you so much for listening, friends. Please like, subscribe, share, and... Rate and review. And we will see you next week for Terms, Terms of, of Endearment. Endearment. Have a lovely week. Bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Movies to Watch Before the End of the World, sponsored by no one. You can send us an email at moviestowatchpod at gmail.com, follow us on Instagram and TikTok at moviestowatchpod, and check out our letterbox at movies, the number two, watch pod. As always, keep your pants on and don't forget to smell the Kevin Bacon.